So today, Greg and myself are in Woking, Surrey for the DWB ABS songwriting camp with Eric van der Porter. So Eric, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, all good. All good. Thank you good. very much. All good. So Eric, tell us, how long has ABS been going? And what is ABS? Oh, ABS, it's, it's a company that I set up like four years ago uh, after I stopped working for the French um, export music office based in London. Uh, ABS, it's a bit of uh, uh, labeled services, doing a bit of management, uh, putting people in contact, try to work more between French and English artists border across the channel. Um, I'm helping artists or label um, on whatever they might need, might need a distribution, might need a management, whatever. And one of the main things I'm doing more and more, I'm doing some, I'm teaching and also um, setups of writing session camp. Great. So, so you just said that you worked in London. What was? Yes. Was, was that for the? In for 2011. The... I mean, uh, I came for a second time in England. I've been called by the French industry. They set up like a, an organization called the French Export Music Office, who existing for 22 years. It was based on the idea to watch each label, indie or major, to put some money and to help artists. Uh, doesn't have to be French artists. Is like we call it uh, at the time made in French artists. So it's artists who are either published by a French record company, a uh, French la uh, label or publisher. And uh, the whole idea is uh, there is five offices in the world and I was running the UK one. The idea is to finance, advise and uh, promote a made in France artist. So is that all funded by the French government? No, it's 50-50. It's 50 private, private. So it's a record company, publisher, uh, SACEM, which is private company. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the other part is Minister of Culture and Minister of Foreign Office. So it's 50-50. It's for one euro put by the public sector, one euro come from the private. That's amazing. Do we get anything like that in the UK? No. What, what, why is that? So, I don't so, know. I don't know. It's an idea that a guy had called uh, Jean-François Michel 22 years ago. It was quite clever. He thought, because at the time, maybe French people was not so keen to export, but we had at the time Maurice Chevalier, Edith Piaf, many artists was actually yeah, yeah. exporting. And he thought, okay, if they don't want to export so much, maybe it's a question of money. So why don't we help? And the idea is basically... Uh, everything when you member of the organization so you pay a fee of 300 euros um, you can uh, present um, a, a request for fund uh, and uh, there is um, the representative of all the sector of music are around the, uh, the table and look at your file and we help so for example if you have an artist from france and you want to promote it in england and you are higher a pr 50 percent of the the spend that you might have will be uh, paid back by this organization so they got five million euros uh, they're collecting around five to six million euros dedicated to help artists that's amazing. And I, had, I was running the UK office. There was one in Brazil, there was one in Germany, one in US, and there used to be one in Tokyo. So, so the uh, the lucky guy got the Brazil got the Brazil office, did he? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you got lumbered in. in That's London. right. No, but my wife is English, so I, I'm, right. I, at the time I used to work for London Record a long time ago. Uh, I've been called to be a marketing manager for London Record at the time. There was uh, E17, uh, All Sense, and many other artists. And so I all time traveled between France and England. So this time they say, why don't you come along to help us to work on the French, uh, made in French artists in the UK? So I've done that for five years, but I had to stop because I had a diplomat statue. Because of the foreign office, they give
give a, oh, wow. uh, their participation is to give you an office and also give you a statute. So it was quite fun. It's like uh, be a, uh, um, a diplomat with uh, rock and roll boots, basically. You know? <laughs> did, you have, did you have the uh, the it, did you have the black number plate? Yes, I did. Did yeah. you? Oh, I had awesome. the old set. I was uh, I set up some festival outside. I talked with politicians who had nothing to do with music, but they wanted to do so. I done the concert in Trafalgar Square. I done a lot of things around the Olympic Games, and uh, but mainly my main job was to help the, the cultural. I mean the industry of music, but I had also to work for certain desire that the maybe the ambassador or um, uh, Scotland and French signed an agreement to do something wow. or to help. The Franco, whatever. So, uh, from, uh, so that's was my job. But after the reason I had to stop is when you are a diplomat, you have to stop. You can't do more than five years. It's a bit like being a bank manager, wow. because they don't want you to set up too much in the country or whatever. So you had to stop whatever. And because I was from the private organization, either I had to go back to France or to stay in England. I decided to set up my company in England to help artists um, to do more things between the two countries. So now you're based in now the UK. I'm based in England. Yeah. Oh, whereabouts? I am uh, uh, around Chiswick in South West oh, nice. London. Very, very nice. Yeah, yeah nice. Not yeah. going to give us your actual full address. Then. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I could. I got a massive dog. No, the reason <laughs> is because. Of <laughs> no, the reason I say that is because uh, we, my, the, my family-in-law live in Reading, and uh, oh, nice, it's yeah. more practical and yeah. to be on this part. And uh, and um, I got the three kids. They all all my life is about between French and in, in English. My kids are bilingual. Only me, as you can hear my English. I don't do any effort to have a fantastic accent. But <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. At least we understand your French. Oh, good. <laughs> so, uh, tell us what the difference is between the English music industry and the French music industry. And and we mentioned this earlier. Like there was something about you have a certain quota that's got to be yes. got to be sung in French. So, so yes. Uh, tell the listeners about that. Um, well, about that is, I mean, France, we all times say we have an exception cultural. Since Charles de Gaulle, we use this fact to say we want to do the way we want to do things. So we all time, pre- we all time put the flag and say this is an exception cultural. Uh, I guess it's to protect the French language because uh, uh, the English, uh, in terms of uh, spoken, uh, uh, I mean, language, is uh, promoted more easily than French. So, um, for example... Uh, there is quota in France. Quotas are made specially by for by uh, the record company and uh, all the people in industry who ask the government to say we need to have a law to protect the French language. So, for example, the radio, they have to play a certain amount of French music, mm. and in t- and for example, even the songs has to be fifty one percent of French language. If you have a duet between. French and English, if you want to have it in French, it has to be 51%. So sometimes it's quite good because you can even double your airplay. If I take someone like Enrico Iglesias, he might have a hit single in English, and yeah. his record company might say, why don't you do a French version? And if he do the French version and you do 51% of the vocal, then he's double his airplay because he's got the English and also the French version. Ah, <laughs> and does that happen a lot with, with artists? It does. It does. does. It? Yeah, like- yeah, what, uh, quite a lot of international artists sometimes do that because... Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, the airplay in France is interesting because we, we, when a track starting to pick it up in France, you can have airplay for six or eight months. That's the difference between an English wow. or the rest of the market. This is very fast. I used to call somewhere like a Kleenex market in England. What I mean by that, not to say Kleenex in terms of 
bad or whatever, but it's so fast. As soon as you release something, yeah, yeah. the bill is like, when is the next one? When is the next one? Um, it's more a bit like that everywhere now with digital, but in general, in France, it could take ages to break a single, so you don't <coughs> even know. After six months, you battle like the equivalent with a capital called Energy, for example, and then suddenly they pick up the track, and then after they want to play for six months and never stop. See, that's funny because I do quite a lot of stuff in Belgium. Mm -hmm. well, we do, we, we, sorry, we do quite a lot of stuff in Belgium, and it feels like that. It feels like when a single's released it's it hangs around for ages doesn't it mm. so it, it starts, go up the charts for you know yeah as yeah. opposed to going straight in and yeah, then down it yeah. seems to just creep up and then stay yeah. and, and it's yeah. around for a long time which is very it is very different which, which is good because you get more album sales you know for example also you got some specially i mean uh, you got quite a lot of band who's been successful in france before in the rest of the world texas for example with platinum in france for a long time before texas. he break on yeah in uh, england cure was after uh, um pornography in uh, or killing an arab or, or the first album they had in uk the rest after they were massive in france uh, before anybody super trump as well many act like that really yeah so that's a difference after to go back on what you say between france and england i would say in france sometimes <coughs> sorry there is a kind of socialist way of working mm -hmm. which means that artists can get a lot of help to give you an idea, I'm teaching uh, on MBA people, and I all time remind them, you got 157 programs to be able to get from French different organizations to help you to do something. In England, you don't have as much. No. Which is also good because in England, people are starving. They want to do something. You know, a musician might work in Asda and do Uber in the afternoon and do <coughs> music in the afternoon, in the evening. So they really want to be successful. And uh, sometimes in France, you can even get unemployment. After uh, oh, sorry, I... you get unemployment money. Uh -huh. After 510 hours, you can get some money. Oh, unemployment. To unemployment. Sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Exactly. And uh, so. So you got like, um, how to say, in England, for example, you have a tendency to pick up an artist and work a lot with them, get them ready. I even sometimes talk to Greg and say, what's happening with this act? And he say, well, they're still working on it. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They're working on it. In France, as soon as someone has a hit or whatever, they go for it, whatever. So they're learning just like that. In England, it gets suddenly, I know I met a person who signed a, um, um, Coldplay. They told me during four years, there was in a... Rehearsing, do the haircut because it was not very good live or whatever. You work, work, work a lot, and um, so it's got this um, intensity, which is very good. And I think the complement between the two countries are fantastic for that, actually. Ah. Yeah, learning to each other for that. Amazing. So, um, well, both of you started up. Greg and yourself started up this 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 writing camp, which which, which is now uh, how many years has this been going? We reckon it's different. I reckon it's. <laughs> Two or three years, Eric on about five. So that five years, <laughs> is it? Wow. No, I say five because f I think five years ago Greg was part of one of the camps I set up. Ah, okay, okay. He, and he was part of it. And but uh, uh, the camp we done with uh, with Greg and DWB are now the fourth one we do. And okay. fourth one I think is In two years and a half or three. Yeah, yeah, two and a bit years. Two and a bit. So, so it's why did you decide? You know, why did you decide to both of you? Why did you decide to do it? Well, we were kind of having this conversation earlier in the um, before lunch. We were talking about one of the DOB initiatives or things that re reasons we seem to be uh, successful in certain places is because we go somewhere and we try places first before 
whilst I've rather, you know, we take a chance, I mm. guess. Um, and I think you, you just talked about that in your in your last bit. So it, it makes sense the complement of English and French. We've you know not been very successful in France in previous years. We've had a couple of minor hits, um, but it kind of it's a for me it was a market that was interesting. We haven't exploited, so why not partner with someone French and actually to you know grow that in a sense? Yeah. Because going back from our previous history, when we're successful in Japan or Korea, it's because we've got a great partner in Japan or Korea. Yeah. When we're successful in you know certain countries in Europe, it's because we've got a great partner. So it, for me, it's you find someone good who knows the culture, because always the you know as we've discovered, French and English culture very very different. Yeah. So you need both to work together on that, and almost to sort of pull each other along, compromise, and you know to find the middle ground in a sense. And I think we can see from the camps that both writers cultures pull each other up and learn. Mm. French tend to be a bit more arty, a bit more yeah. sophisticated. It's something, you know, and the, the English are a bit more, I don't know. <laughs> but we're both learning from, from both cultures, and I think we, that takes, you know, therefore there's a new, a different sound, yeah. which is I'm always excited about, rather than just recreating the same thing all the time. So so, so it's been four, four camps together. Yeah, this is the fourth. Together. Is the fourth so, yeah. so any cuts from, from those camps? Yeah. Uh, well, we had, uh, but the, the most recent one is um, uh, Ola, who was done at the first ever camp that we set up at the Midem, because funny is Midem, it's a, a massive um, cult, uh, music festival. They never had a, a writing camp, so we decided to set up this camp. One song was done with Maria, Ash, and uh, Pete. Jerome. Uh, Jérôme, sorry, yeah, yeah Jérôme. Jérôme uh, Belgium. Swinning, yeah. Jérôme, Belgium. Yeah. 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 And so they had the song called Ola, who's done a top uh, three in Eurovision for Norway. Yeah. What else? Uh, great. We've, um, we've just had, so from the first camp, I can't pronounce it, but it's the one the song that's actually... La femme, ma, f, uh, ma femme te dira. Is it that one? I think it is. Uh, it's for uh, Isabel. No, qu'est-ce que, qu que ta femme dirait? That's that one. That's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> um, my French was very good at school, as you can hear. Um, that's um, just literally released last month on Isabelle's um, album. Yeah. So Again, with, with Jerome. With Jerome. Yeah, with Jerome. Yeah. Yeah. And his name keeps popping up, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 very, he's very good. He's very good. He's excellent, yeah. yeah. Um, we've also had one you did, Paul, with the Rooftop Renegades and Bruce. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was from the first camp. Yeah. Danger. Um, is it Danger? That's right. Was yeah. it Danger? Danger, yeah. We had Suri. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, she... Her first second single because yeah. well set, her first single after the Eurovision entry was written on our first French camp as yeah. well yes yeah, right um we've got a very big one it sounds like coming from the last camp which we'll give details about at some point but it's can't it's, can't remember no, no. But, okay. but it was a, re a really good one so um so it's i mean <laughs> and eric at the beginning <laughs> is very much like why haven't we got a cut after 3 weeks <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be saying, Eric, it takes a little while, it takes a little while. I think now Eric's starting to see, I think most of those cuts yes. are from Camp 1. Yes, exactly. Oh, the second yeah, one, might probably right. one yeah. from Camp 2 mm. or 3. And then it's, so it starts, it's a rolling period. Yeah, so yeah. suddenly it starts to work, you know, mm. in a sense. So, yeah. um, well, the idea of this camp somewhere also, from my point of view, was uh, uh, there is no much uh, offer in France, especially for independent publisher. Okay. They are tendency to work 
sometime on a special project, but they have a lot of uh, of uh, of artists of talent because it's like every in a lot of country, if independence get growing, either it's publishing or label or whatever. And the, uh, this uh, the camp we set up uh, um, is uh, give them the opportunity to even work between French, English, or whatever because we mix them. We don't have only English people; we got from yeah. Sweden, from yeah. different countries, and they're learning so much from it every yeah. time. The fantastic thing is, I got the publishers it change completely the way they work, the the way they see, they change the sound, and we even see we're talking about the cut or pitch happen. I mean, songs happen, but a lot of things going on between them after. I mean, every time I talk with a talent, say, "Oh, I'm doing this with this or my new EP or whatever." So it's um, it's fantastic, and I think the two combinations of country are fantastic because in in France they're a bit shy, they're not so sure about the vocal when they sing in English, or, ah, okay. or, they, know, or they take a lot of time to produce something. They think, oh, we should do it. Uh, when in England, it's like, no, no, your voice is fantastic. You yeah. should sing in English. Or no, this is done now. We need to move on on something. Let's do the chorus or whatever. So the combination are great because also the French are are loudy. You know, they all time a kind of complainer or the big mouse. You know, so they don't they're not scared to say what they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was quite funny on on the first camp. On it was day three. I kind of had to stand at the front and say, "Can can the French singers try and sing in French today?" You know, and try and oh, write in French. Yeah. And, and then, oh. when they, and then it was because it was interesting that the French obviously wanted to sing in English. Yeah. And but, but is but, that because is that because so are the French writers here and they think, hold on a second, we want to get we want to expand to the rest of the world and and there's America, there's there's all these there's all these English speaking countries. So we want to get into that. And, and the English are going, actually, you know, we want to get in France. <laughs> exactly. Probably a bit of both. A bit of both, yes. And a, doing something different to what you normally do. The interesting thing was when um, the cu- a couple of the singers did sing in French, it, even the English were like, wow, that's really amazing. Even though we didn't understand it, we kind of felt yeah. it. So, I, that, so I, yeah. It's a, it's a, but, I mean, I, I, I'm not so sure. Some, uh, I mean, th- some of the French uh, talent want to sing in English, but uh, uh, not especially to break through because now it's a new tendency. They say, uh, oh, we can work even in French language. So it's not really that. But they, it's to get the confidence from people from their own, lang- own language to say, your voice is very good. Yeah. Uh, we understand what you're talking about. So they feel confident for themselves. Yeah. But the funny thing is, one of the best uh, songs that's been done sometimes is from... Uh, 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 half uh, English and French person who might sing who not so sure about the way she sing in French and uh, what I like also about the camp is we try to bring some author uh, so they help in lyrics so or whatever. Lyr- lyricist yeah, yeah. lyricist yeah. Okay. Yeah. lyricist okay. so um, it's uh, in- it's interesting on that and um, well people I think just people like to do stuff that's not what they normally do so they experiment as well it yeah. brings mm. them out of their you know comfort zone in, yeah. sense, in that sense but but it's nice to have definitely we've got we've got more of this this camp as well we sort of said from the front let's try to this room's definitely going to be in french you know mm. we've got a duet it's going to be yeah. french english and but, but it's funny isn't it like and over the last couple of years french music has i'm saying i can only think of one band you know christina and the queens yeah. but it's that's a massive band in the uk now mm-hmm. so daft punk Daft Punk, oh my Justice, God, yeah, Justice, mm-hmm. yeah. Justice is a big band as well. Yeah, course, so yeah. and and probably in obviously DJs Martin Martin Garrix yeah, Ma- is French. Uh, um, no, I mean Dutch. No, yes, I think he's Dutch, but you uh, got. Uh, I can uh, cut that bit out. Just make <laughs> myself looking too stupid. David Guetta, <laughs> David Guetta, <laughs> David David Guetta for sure. Precious. David Guetta, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, quite a lot. But I mean. Uh, 
That's why, that's why I think it was inter it's interesting because for me, who's been working a lot at the export French music, yeah. I noticed that in England, every time he was working, it was on two types of music mainly. It was world music or it was electro because of mm. the Daft Punk and mm. all this uh, French touch, as we call it. And... Um, Um, but uh, in general, in England, um, people are open to a lot of music, especially if they don't have that. And so this, uh, this writing mm. session uh, also brings some combination that we don't even expect in my work. I mean, we yeah. have some ideas. Uh, Greg is fantastic for that. He, he understands very well uh, who I work with or yeah. how it's going to work. And sometimes yeah. we even surprise by yourself and we bring something very uh, different of what we expect. So that, yeah. I think, is very promising. I mean, it's the same. We could just put a load of... English-speaking writers in a room and just the same stuff comes out all the time. Mm. Yeah. Or if you mix it up, it, I think the mixing of cultures is really important because um, that's what creates new music, new set. You know, we've all been grown up mm. on certain music and things, and <clears throat> we hear it coming back around again, but it's a new version of that, isn't mm. it, in a sense? So we were just listening to a song in one of the rooms, which was quite obviously... Okay, there's a new beat to that, but isn't that like they didn't they use material well by <laughs> the lyrics? And it was kind of like, is it or not? I'm not sure, but we, you know, it's hybrid sounds and things like that. So, I think on a camp where you mix cultures and strengths and different um, countries, you also get new sounds. So, yeah. So la last year, you both hosted the first songwriting camp in Midem. Mm. So yeah. that obviously came from that your, was, uh, but that was based on the idea that uh, that we had for with the camp uh, that we done together. We like, I mean, I like, uh, I like to bring some ideas to because I'm not a publisher. Okay, so Greg um, is part of DWB as a publisher. The reason I'm not a publisher is also because it's more easy for me to uh, um, to just coordinate and bring some ideas or whatever. So we all time think with Greg, I bring some ideas to Greg and say, why don't we do this or that? And we even thought around some festival will be a good idea to do something. And uh, when I went to, um, I, I spoke about uh, the writing session in France and the people at the medium, uh, I said to them after the conferences, we say, why don't you never done a writing session? You got all this talent and they really want to go back to the artist more and more. Uh, so uh, we decided to set up uh, this and that was the idea to bring people from all different places of the world so this time was very open because mm. we had people from Brazil the South America uh, South Africa uh, Japan. England yeah, Japan, Japan. Uh, and they all worked together and uh, it was very uh, very interesting uh, it's a good idea and now for them it's a classic one they want to do it every year the only thing is now they're going to try to <laughs> they sell it to big, big company now you know to say why don't we do a universal so this year is going to be a universal one we're okay. still going to coordinate it okay uh, maybe in two years might go back to Warner I don't know but you know what they, they want to uh, because it's quite costing to bring all these people and everything yeah sponsor so, it really so. Sponsorship, yeah. so 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 Universal are doing it this year and yes. and, and um, have Universal just said right we're only having Universal writers or normally yes but they're open to have some new talent as well yes awesome. So there that, is a little window, yeah. and they also change. It changed a lot because I didn't say too great. But what it changed uh, uh, for them is, for example, Universal during the medium is going to have the A and R as publishers going to be there, oh, like right. have a desk or whatever, and they're going to do a five minutes meeting with every artist who might be interesting to know about publishing or whatever. Oh. And that will never happen if we didn't do this writing session to bring all this A and R and everybody. So awesome. it's very, it's great. Yeah. You wanted, sorry, uh, Greg, you wanted to say something? I um, can't remember what I was going to say, okay. so it wasn't, it wasn't very important. Mm. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, right, now, so last question. So if anyone wants to be part of the ABS DWB camp that's based in, um, in Woking, how, you know, how do people get on that camp? Can they can they get on this camp or, yeah. or is is it is it closed? No, they they, they can. It's open to. Uh... Well, we put a a um, notice on Facebook. That's right. Didn't we called for artists. Mm -hmm. um, in France, uh, I got uh, some sponsors, so uh, I use a different channel to provide the, the, to let know the the information about the camp. For example, we got the union of the independent publisher who mentioned that as a newsletter. Yeah. We got the SASEM who talked to the members and say, "Oh, guys, this is happening." Okay. So the news go, and then everybody send us some music, and after, depending of uh, who is here, who is uh, you know, we try to get. The the best match yeah. and to change also and that's the way um it's uh, the selection is made so it's quite open yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. All right. when i say quite open because if someone wants to do only soundtrack for example the camp will probably not the right one for him so it's not open i mean it's open to everybody but it's open if they want to do like a, yeah. a, a more commercial or top 40 or whatever music it will match but if the camp is only to write soundtrack for example which is not what we do so sure. no but is this at the moment is the at the camp is it mainly professional writers or is it isn't it isn't obviously for new writers these guys are established no. writers so you have to have obviously yeah. certain yeah i mean I, there's always up and coming writers that we look at and take in again i think it's I've always worth sending before. stuff it's always worth because yeah i've my our experience is you know we've had knocked on the door and been the people that were unknown yeah and were told you know great songs but who are you yeah so we're also open to finding new talent you know and there'll, there'll be a one or two slots where we have new talent on this and actually sometimes i think we talked about yentl in the previous yeah, you yeah. know yeah. that sometimes those ones are the ones that make a bit of yeah. magic so it's we have to be open definitely open. oh we that, are yeah so. most of the time at the camp we got two or three uh, acts <laughs> who don't already things but sometimes they don't have a publisher or they used yeah. to have and they decide to go independent so we had to get open because i think it's a uh, uh, you never know i mean there could be uh, um, some fantastic talent our combination work with very well so yeah, it could be the next big thing in the yeah. next you know we will, we will want to find the next big thing so yeah great okay well thanks guys and uh, enjoy you. the rest of the camp yeah thank you thank you very much